This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Today's episode is going to start a little bit differently. I am doing bonus podcasts every Sunday on my channel, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. For three bucks a month, you get a bonus podcast every Sunday. So what I wanted to do is let you try the goods. So the beginning of today's episode is the most recent Coffee with J Train episode. If you enjoy it and you think it could be a part of your life on Sundays and when you're feeling a little down in the dumps and you need a little Papa JT in your ear, check it out. Go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed and for three bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every Sunday. There's a bunch up there right now, but this is the most recent episode. We're going to let you listen to it for free this week and if you like it and you think it would be a big part of your week and you could help you out, go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. So enjoy the coffee with J Train and then enjoy today's episode, a normal episode. Boom. Hello and welcome to Coffee with J Train. We are here coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was supposed to go to LA last Monday. Uh, that project got pushed back by a week. So I will be heading out there next week on the 3rd um, with these things, you know, Hollywood. um, It feels ridiculous even saying that, but things are just always in the air. You never know what the next week is going to bring and whether things are happening, you know, and I've been planning for this for a couple months now. And then all of a sudden the week of they're like, well, we're going to push it off a week. And I'm like, well, that's my life that I've been just prepping for that now completely changes. So I went uh, to Florida, spent time with my parents, and then went to Boston. I did this show uh, on Thursday for Matt Light, who was the former tackle, offensive tackle for the New England Patriots. Um, The show was fun. Like so many Boston comics where I didn't start in Boston. The way comedy kind of works, like you are who you, where you started. So you're, you know, I'm considered a New York comic because I started here. There's some people that start in Boston. They do like four or five years there. Oh, that's a Boston guy, girl, whatever it is. Um, so these are all like on the show is all Boston people that I've become friendly with because I'm around town a good amount because of what that's where I'm from. Um, also, I've come to like, you know, meet a few of these people and they're really awesome comics and funny. And um, I mean, to name a few, Artie Januario, Orlando Baxter, Corey Rodriguez, uh, Jimmy Dunn and Christine Hurley, who is unbelievably funny. She and, and it turns out her daughter is a fan, which is like crazy to me. Um, so we go do the show for Matt Light Foundation and basically... Uh, what it is, is Matt Light's like, I want to have a comedy night that raises money for my foundation that helps at-risk kids. Oh, that's great. What happens is everyone wants to be funny. Everyone wants to be the funny person, whatever. I'll get, get your chuckles here. And listen, I get that. It feels good to make people laugh. And Matt Light is like, wants in on that. So he, <laughs> apparently what he does every year is he makes these prank videos. And listen. It's his event. You can make prank videos all you want, but we were sitting there and like in between every, you know, this goes from a fun night uh, to a job. The minute they, you know, you have 250 people and then in between every comic or every other comic, there's these videos that go up that's just Matt Light playing pranks on his buddies. 
And they, to say the room gets, you know, the room gets a little quiet. It's uh, everyone's just kind of sitting there like kind of feels like you're at Matt's birthday party. And the goodie bag is him performing every few minutes. And there were, like even one of the auction prizes was for Matt to prank your friends. And I just can't imagine how that works out. Like how you go, you know, ta-da, we pranked you and it's Matt Light. And the person's like, who? What? Who's this big dude? Who's this big white guy? Oh, it's Matt Light. Yeah, from the New England Patriots. Yeah, he played from like, won a couple Super Bowl. Oh, thanks. Can can you clean up, you know, my house now? You just prank my house. Like, I, I don't know how this is going to go. Someone bought it for like 10 grand. I know it goes to a good cause, so people throw around money, you get tax breaks, but... The whole event was fun. You know, it's fun to do a show for a group, you know, a big group like that and to meet, you know, some former Patriots because I'm a Patriot fan. But at the same time, you're like, dude, just let it be a show. Like, like let people come away being like, you want, what I would want is people to leave that show and go, I got to go back next year or I got to tell 10 friends to go to the next one. So you can't have them going back being like, yeah, the show was good. Uh, Matt did these like long videos, but I guess it was good. You know, you want straight, you know, it's kind of like when you post a link online. I want to get you right to the buying page. So when you come away from an event like this, you want to get away, you want to go, yeah, it was great. You got to go next year. That's all someone should say. Not, you know, the comics were good. Uh, Matt did a prank. That was weird. Uh, yeah, I guess you should go. It was expensive. You know, that's how I would have came away from the event. But, you know, it's his right. It's uh, And listen, I know I sound a certain way when you're, you know, it's a charity event. Everyone, you know, but let's be real. An event's an event. You know, afterwards, you, you convince yourself into the charity event if it's not that great. So it's, it's a good event, and I, all the comics, you know, I watched all the sets, but the sets can only be so good, there's a certain amount of momentum. You know, oh, we got the first comic, he's going up, oh, it's great, then the second comic, oh, this is fun, we're getting into this, and then Matt Light comes up and goes, hey, let's, let's watch me prank my buddy. What? What are, what are we paid for? I'm drinking, uh, I get these cups, these K-cups, I love K-cups, I hate people who hate K-cups, it feels like they're just letting you know that they have some sort of better palate than you. Oh, you like bitter coffee? You like shit coffee? You know, like, I don't know. Like, like what you like. You don't have to be against something to be for something. You don't have to be for good coffee place coffee. Doesn't mean that you have to be like, screw you K-cup people. Bunch of K-cups in here. What do you do? Walk around? Putting people in the K-cup. I like the K-cups. They're good. Plus, I like flavored coffee. And so I went on Amazon and I was just like looked up flavored coffee because I just want a variety pack. I want a variety pack that doesn't include chicory. You know, the, 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 the shit. Oh, extra dark. No, I want plenty. I want fruits and chocolates. And so I got these ones called Crazy Cups. And today's crazy, and they have all different names. You know, frosted oatmeal cookie, that's something, you get what that is. Uh, death by chocolate, okay. That's a lot of chocolate. That's very chocolatey. This one today 
is called Chocolate Coconut Dream. Why did it have to be? Why is this the only flavor with an opinion? Why is this Chocolate Coconut Dream? Oh, that doesn't tell me anything about the flavor. Frosted oatmeal cookie. Okay, I get it. I've had a frosted oatmeal cookie. Death by chocolate. That's in the, you know, that's in the lexicon. I get that. You know, death. You're gonna. It's gonna be chocolatey. But chocolate coconut dream. That guy must have taken the day off after making up that one, right? The marketing guy. Oh, listen, I got a good one for chocolate coconut dream. And also, I'm buying. They're in a variety pack. That's not making me buy the variety pack. Oh, that that's a dreamy chocolate coat. Coconut, ooh, it's going to put me into a trance. I don't know, marketing people. Sometimes it feels like people who go into marketing are just like, everyone has to have a reason for their job. You see this a lot with comedy, where it's like you'll be doing something and like someone will work on it, like and they're like a producer or something, and they got to like put something in, No, you, you know, to walk away and be like, yeah, that's the thing that I do. My dad always says this a lot. You know, you go to a dinner party and everyone pitches what they brought. That's the same thing. You know, oh, you got to try my couscous that I brought. Oh, I've been waiting for couscous in my life. You know, you know same thing with, you know, marketing. Oh, I'm the chocolate coconut dream guy. Yeah, I came up with that one because I'm smart and I should be making my 150000 a year. That's what earned me my thing. Everyone just wants to feel like they've earned a living. So Chocolate Coconut Dream Guy, that's what he did. He's like, I gotta get this, this name in so I can feel good about my check on a bi-weekly basis so that Jared can think about it all Sunday. Last night I did shows at uh, the Comedy Cellar, West Side Comedy Club, Stand Up New York, all fun shows. I saw one thing. I wanted to kind of talk about this. I, it's kind of weird. I mean, I saw a friend of mine, and he was, like, hammered. Um, and nothing makes you... Like, I didn't drink last night. I'm just, like, kind of hanging right now. It was a long night. I wouldn't have been able to start until, like, 3 in the morning. So it wasn't even really worth it to me. Um, but, you know, I started at 8. This guy was drunk. And... You know, when you see someone else drunk and you're not, it really makes you never want to drink again. Like, it really, like... And not, like, drunk and, like... I Like, when I see someone having fun drunk, you know, they're partying, they're dancing, that doesn't make me... That doesn't... That makes me want to drink. It's when you get, like, the talky hangout drunk that you're like, ugh, I, there's a smell to this. I This is what I look like. I don't want to have a deep conversation and now I'm, it's also it takes up my energy. I have to sit there and, you know, I don't want to be an asshole and just look at you. Okay, cool. Get away. Like I have to like put it in face energy. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Face energy is like when you're just standing there listening to someone and you have to look like you're listening. That's exhausting. And you do that all night. That's you getting exhausted. And, and for me, when I'm doing shows and hosting, I have to come off stage Recharge, then go back on and be like, you ready for more show? Like you have to go up and down and up and down. It's like sprints. It's like facial sprints. So I sometimes, this guy was hammered and you just see that and you're like, okay, maybe I should just be out of this game. Maybe there's no reason to drink at all. Maybe the reason I'm drinking is to get through conversations with a guy like this. He starts talking to me and we know each other from like way back. 
and he brings up this mutual friend that we have. Mutual friend is like is like a strong word, okay? Um, let's say we have a mutual acquaintance. It's a guy who's friends with him more than he's friends with me. So it's so this news he comes up to me he goes he goes Dave is dead. I go I go Dave. He goes yeah Dave from the from the place that we both know. Dave's dead. And I go, what? What do you mean Dave's dead? I just saw him a couple months ago. He goes, he's not, is he, he's dead. Dave, Dave's dying. I was like, well, what the fuck is it? And, and it's like pancreatic cancer. He's got like 10, he's dead. He's dying. He's dead. He's basically dead. And this is like, he's drunk and I'm listening to this and like, I'm just like, ugh. And I just met this guy, and he's a nice guy, and you hear, like, oh, my God, like, he's got a disease, and now I'm, like, in the middle of my night, like, I, I and this isn't to say I'm not, like, upset for someone, you know, getting sick, but I'm like, I, I don't know, there is a time and a place for these things. And he keeps talking about it, he goes, he's dying, he's dead, it's, it's unbelievable, what a guy. And now my face energy that I have to put in has to be sad face energy. So now I gotta go have sad face energy, then go, then I'm literally bringing him on stage and I have to go, hey, you guys ready for more show? And it's like, I just heard about this guy who's dying. And also like, what's with people that have to bring up to you sad things? I'm at that age where every ESPN tragic piece, like my, I'm at the tragic age where if you hear someone my age, around my age group die, it gets an ESPN piece because they like the Red Sox. And so it hits, for, I don't know why, but recently I just can't watch those things. I can't watch the person who got diagnosed and came back. I can't watch the person who got diagnosed and died. I can't watch, I can't watch these things. And it might be just me. I don't know if people connect on that, but I just can't, I, I have to turn it off. I don't need that in my life. I want to live. I want to have a good time. I, I can't listen because everything becomes personalized. Everything. Everybody takes something and looks at it and goes, what if that was me? And now, you know, I and so when you get at a comedy show, when I'm at work and guy with depressing news guy who's drunk comes up to you, Dave's dead. A guy I knew and liked. You better let everybody know he's dying. It was like, dude, oh my God, I'm sorry, you know, and then like, I gotta like say I'm sorry to him, I'm so sorry, I, I, and like, I gotta, you know, process this, and now I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, I should go to the doctor again for the third time this week, and then I bring him on stage, and he, I, I think he didn't do well, because I think, you know, he was too, you know, you can be too drunk, you get, people like always ask me, they're like, do you go, you have a couple drinks before you go on stage, and I don't drink before I go on stage, generally, like, I've had, I've drank before I go on stage, I've been, I mean, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been too drunk on stage, um, it's not a good look, it's not a good look, uh, you can't get the words out, your timing is off, I mean, the reason you think you're drunk and funny is because your friends are drunk and they're your friends and they'll laugh at whatever the fuck you say. It's a paying audience. People paid money. They just watched, especially if it's a showcase show where it's a bunch of comics at like the cellar, they just watched the best comics in the world and you got to follow it. And their timing was better than you. We, you know, this is kind of like when people think they can do, they, they should do stand-up. Early on, stand-ups, you know, people who try out stand-up, they'll, they'll get, like, a little bit bitter early on because they think, well, why hasn't anything happened yet? But 
listen, if you're not going up on stage twice a night, uh, that just and you think you should have something, that's just you saying that you think you have more talent than me who does that twice a night. Does that make sense? I'm asking myself. It's just this, you know, I when I meet people who are like a couple years in and telling me what they don't have, and it's like, yeah, I have a lot of things I don't have, but I go up every, are you going up every night? Are you doing the things you can control? And if you're not doing those things and you're just asking for things, that means you think that there's something inside of you that doesn't exist. Um, and I think about that with drinking, drinking on stage. If you're drunk on stage, you're just saying to the rest of the people, I can do this with a limp. I don't even need to be at full strength and that's not the case. I, I don't have that luxury. I'm not that good. So what up? And then I bring this guy off stage. And he's like, oh, I think, you know, it was tough, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I got to get going. He's like, and he just holds me. He goes, remember, Dave's dead. And it's like, dude, oh, I was almost back. I almost forgot about it. I was like, I got to get away from this guy. I don't know. I just feel like there's more people in general that are bringing up uncomfortable subjects in your own everyday life. I, I know because I think it makes like, you know, it's kind of like feels like it elevates them. Like if you bring up. Like, like I, if you just bring up, like, what do you think of guns? Like, what? I'm just at this party. Can we just chill? I went on a comedy podcast, a, a podcast that considers itself comedy. And they, they, I talked about this on last week's Coffee with J Train. They, I did tweets about the gun march. Listen, I, I, and, and you can go to that last week's Coffee with J Train and, and listen to my thoughts and what I was talking about. But I went on this podcast and they started bringing up my tweets being like, do you think this is a good day to make jokes? People are dying. And I'm like, isn't this a comedy show? And I was like, yeah, go look at my tweets. They all have jokes. If you don't like the jokes, that's fine. Don't laugh. But like to bring me on the show and have me answer to tweets. And I said to them, I go, they were like, what about, I go, and I told them, I go, I didn't do comedy to march. There's this weird thing in comedy right now where people think they have to parent other people. I had parents, okay? They taught me whatever they taught me, and I'm 33 now, and it ain't fucking changing by much. You can slide me an inch left, you can slide me an inch right, but this is what it is. I'm the shithead you know. Whether you like, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll get a little bit better, but like, you know, there's only so much on the scale that you can move. Were you gonna bring me on your podcast? And, and, and then they would read the part of the tweet I, there was the, the, the tweet that they read, it was like, I said that basically the tweet was something like, um, I don't, a lot of people don't trust March photos because everyone looks so good. So I said, so the jokey part of it was maybe everyone should not shower for three days before. And so you look like shit in these pictures and then we'll trust your March. But they were like, oh, you people, you don't think people trust the pictures from the March? I was like, you're not reading the joke part of it. You're just calling me out on the premise, which the premise is true. It is out there that that feeling is out there. You're just denying, you, just because people disagree with you or you, you disagree with the notion that people could not be empathetic to people who look fucking hot at marches doesn't mean that you can't understand that a joke could be made. I had parents. I liked my parents. I'm so sick of these people who do comedy that hate their own parents and then try to make you as miserable as them. I'm a happy guy. I know I don't sound it. But I don't need to be brought down to earth by your shitty life. This is the chocolate coconut dream episode.
of the Coffee with J Train. <laughs> Coming to you live from Harlem. So, I don't know. That's what's happening. This was fun. Uh, Chocolate Coconut Dream episode. If you're enjoying, I want feedback on Patreon. I want you to write some comments. Let me know. Uh, we're here every Sunday with bonus J Train, Coffee with J Trains. I um, hopefully I'll have you know I'll be coming to you from LA next week. That would be fun. Uh, give us some new things to talk about. Um, but we're here every Sunday. So if you have a friend that listens to the podcast and they're not subscribing to this channel, let them know that you're enjoying this. Let them know that you enjoy. Um, but we'll be back next Sunday. Boom. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who grew up the difference between post-grad and college relationships and hooking up with a best friend. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Center of York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It makes me feel so GD good when I get your tweets, your DMs, your snaps, your Facebook messages, Anytime you let me know where you're listening, how you're listening, where this this podcast comes into your life, it feathers my nuts. Oh, <laughs> baby. It feels like you went into your pillow, you grabbed a single feather, a little short one, you said, Papa JT, bend the fuck over. And then I bent over, then you said, unzip. And I said, what's going on here? And then I unzip and I go, oh, this feels so wrong, but it feels so right. And then I bend over, and then you say, don't worry, I'll be gentle. And then you just take that feather and you gra- you graze. That's right. <laughs> Music comes on, and you just take, take that feather, and you go from right below the anus to the base of my shaft. That's where that feather's going. And those are the most precious spots on the body. That's like an ear. Take your hand and just touch that bottom earlobe every so slightly that's kind of what it feels like the bottom of your earlobe that little thing that dangles down that's basically your taint and that's what it feels like when you tell me how you're listening and where you're listening it's just like that i I want you to know how i feel it feels good um and with that being said you gotta keep telling people i mean this doesn't just stop right here and and i know i'm meeting you guys you're coming to shows you're 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 being cool. I mean, I'm meeting all of you guys all over this great country. And it's really cool to meet you guys. But, you know, I know how hard it is to tell a friend to listen to a podcast because this is a very intimate experience with you and I. I'm in your ear. Lonely times, the gym, a car ride, commute, whatever it might be. It's just you and Papa JT, the king of brunch, the omelet overlord, the, the, the conolingus czar. Okay? It's just you and me. The Climax King, the Salt and the Swipes, the Wizard of Weddings. It's just you and I. So you're wondering, like, how do I, 
oh, I got to talk about my relationship with this guy I don't know. I know, it's tough. So here, there, there's one way you go to a good friend, you say, listen, check it out, it's funny. It's good advice. He's got different perspectives on. Doesn't take himself too seriously. This is a good podcast. This is a good show. Here's the other way you can do it. Screenshot your phone right now of you listening and make it your Instagram story. That's a non-invasive way to say to people, hey, I enjoy this show. Maybe you'll enjoy it too, but maybe you'll just tap and move on to the next fucking thing I post. And that's really helpful. I know it sounds like I'm begging, but I'm not. Well, maybe I am. This is my life. Maybe I'm begging. Maybe I provide. Maybe this is the this is the part. This is wampum, baby. Maybe I give you podcasts. You give me screenshot, as old Chief J Train would have said. That's what it, now now I'm Chief J Train. This could get this could be offensive. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If I was out on if this I'm in the TP, like- <laughs> and they're like, oh, what's that TP all about? Like that's the that's the podcast TP. Oh, how do I? This sounds like a breakdown at this point. Is it a breakdown? <laughs> I, listen, I'm breaking it down <laughs> for people because I I hear all the rebuttals and I get it. I'm I, the, these are new things. This is a new pot. People get weird. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're out. We're out. We're out. <laughs> we're out on the plains. It's peaceful. What? It's peaceful. It's the tribe. Yeah. And just imagine, you're at the TPs everywhere. What's over there in the corner? Oh, that's... A monkey. Cra- that's Crazy Chief J-Train. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chief Crazy Train. Chief J-Train. And then they're like, well, what do you do over there? Well, he's going to give you some wacky tales and some weird advice. And how do I get that? Well, bring... You just sit by the bonfire. Sit by the bonfire. You, you smoke a little bit. <laughs> and make sure you bring your iPhone... And screenshot it so you can tell your friends. Chief J Train. Yeah. Let me introduce today's guest. I'm very excited to have her here. So <laughs> funny. Hilarious comic. Rosebud Baker, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I don't I didn't know if I should hold hold it in before you introduce me. No, listen, I, I like I like when people get involved. I yeah. like when people wait. I don't know. It's a it's just listen. <laughs> I've given my yeah. I give my life. Listen, this is Chief J Train. This episode, I give my life to the sun, the moon, and the stars. However, it works out. It works out. Absolutely. There's no wrong answers here. Yeah. No, it's a spiritual experience. That is the J Train podcast, the judgment free zone. There are no good, no bad. There's no good, no bad. Mm -mm. That's the world we live in. Yeah. It's fifth dimensional. Yes. All of you should follow Rosebud on Twitter and Instagram at Rosebud Baker. I've always wondered about your name. Mm-hmm. Is your name Rosebud? No. Um, I, was, real, I don't mean to like, I, no, no, no. that's an outing. I it's don't. what I've been called my whole life. Whole so, life. Yeah. I mean, my name name is Rosemary. I was named after a dead grandmother. Oh, uh, okay. As many of us are. Sure. And, uh, and then my parents or my aunt, somebody started calling me Rosebud when yeah. I was a toddler. And then- Those they, are the most fun nicknames. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it just like stuck. They called me Bud. Which explains a lot of my personality for like most of my childhood. Okay, and then in college, I was like, "Well, Rosebud's more feminine." Sure, but um, you want to? Uh, I need to let people know who, who what I am, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, and then I, of course, found out that it was uh, a whole porn genre. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when an anus. That's not even. That, 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 it's a term for a prolapsed anus. Uh, a prolapse. Oh, when an anus comes out of its anus. <laughs> yes. Interesting. And it's also my name. 
So, uh, you never know. would have made that. There, there were people out there that were like, Rose, <laughs> that's weird when someone 100%. like outs themselves as a sick fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like if I hear Rosebud, I'm like, oh, that's a that's an interesting name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's someone out there that watches they're so like, much Rosebud part. They hear that and they're like, oh. And they're like, well, she has to know about this, yeah. you know. When did you find that out? Oh, God, I think I found it. Obviously, after I started doing comedy. Mm. Um, yeah, it was one of the, the, you know, one of us sickos. <laughs> right? Yeah. That makes sense. They just act like it was perfectly normal. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you have a podcast, and, and it's starting... What's the date it's starting on? Uh, April 2nd. So we'll already be out with this podcast, because let me let people behind the curtain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to L.A. Uh, we're getting ahead by taping a bunch of episodes before I go. I'm leaving for L.A. Monday, and I think I'm there for a month. Mm-hmm. Taping a show. We're taping something. Here's the thing. Here's the way this all this works. You tape something and it could never see the light of day and that's fine, but you're just happy to work. Um, So I'm happy to go out to LA and do this. We'll do the taping. I'll, you know, have fun doing that. And also I'll be there hopefully doing shows. And uh, the worst part is I don't know anything. People ask me, you know, I, all I know is my flight book got booked yesterday and I'm going to be there for a while. Yeah. And that's kind of the nature of this game, game and business. Yeah, it's you just don't... cliff diving, really. Totally. And hoping the parachute opens. Yeah. And... It is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And, and But this is also like why it's so fun, too. Yeah. Every day is a different day. Every schedule is different. But it's also the hardest thing to explain to people who don't. Like, if you go to a job every day and every day is the same and you make, you know, you're hoping to do your put your hours in and get yeah. promotions and get raises. And uh, that's the scariest part about this thing is there's no promotions yeah there's sometimes raises and sometimes you get taken you away just money get you know tanked and, and nobody tells you yeah. for 10 years i mean well then yeah then <laughs> you don't like, even find out until one day when you're like oh i'm a nobody yeah oh wait a minute <laughs> you just I've been realize doing this all it. for nothing <laughs> yeah well there's a the thing and then people would say to you when you first started it you'd be like oh i'm going to an open mic and then they'd be like well how much do they pay you to do the open mic and you'd start like uh, and then it'd be embarrassing to answer it's these questions yeah. that people ask that they don't mean anything by it but it does make you feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, demoralized. It is a little bit demoralized. And I don't blame them for asking because who thinks that's, about the things they say? Nobody. Yeah. That's how their world works. That's how yeah. the world works. The world. Yeah. All of us. I just made my, I just called myself Chief J Train and made some <laughs> weird analogy to me hawking podcasts as the chief on this tribe. Right. I, I mean, just saying, like, we all say things and we put them out there. But then, like, people will be like, so, you know. What days a week are you taping? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And then I start thinking, I'm like, I'm not, you know, then you start like, oh, maybe I should know these things. Maybe I should know the answers. They're just. There's no way to know. There's, there's no way to know. I mean, it's the worst around Christmas when your family's like reaching out in November about Christmas and you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here yeah. or, or alive. What's or- your schedule? <laughs> it's like- What's your plan? Everyone wants plans. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. And, and then you seem like you're the dick. You're yeah. always the dick. No, yeah, you always seem like the asshole. But really, you're just like a pawn in the game. Like, people outside of this think that because you're the entertainer, you have, like, some measure of power. There's, like, zero power yeah. for anyone that's an entertainer. Well, and that's it- why we're here on the podcast. We're trying to create yeah. our own thing so that people, we can tell people where to go, how to see us. Exactly. But the other thing is, I, I mean, they'll ask questions and you're just like, I don't know. And they're like, well, how couldn't you know? And it's like, you don't know shit about your life. Yeah. You shut the fuck up. 
Where's your kid right now? How do you know what you're feeding your kid is right? You don't know. You kind of know. Yeah. You hope you're right. So shut the fuck up about my life. Yeah. I'm off the rails. Let's get off the rails. I I, I, I just don't like these people no. that... Jared, he's going off the rails. I don't like <laughs> these people that like... They'll ask questions as if they know the answer to the question they're asking. Right. They don't know shit. I don't know shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. So let's stop asking these questions as if there's some answer I'm going to give that's going to satisfy. And no answer would satisfy them. No. If I was like, yeah, I'm going to LA next week and I'm off every Friday. Well, what are you going to do Friday? That's another 15 questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you know? You you didn't plan anything? No. No, I didn't plan anything. I woke up this morning, hung over shit. I don't know where I'm going day to day. Stop it. <laughs> Stop asking these questions. Yeah. People, and they want to plan just so that you have to cancel. Yeah. That's what bothers me the most. When people yeah. ask for a plan, they just want it to be on you and not them. So that you're the one who on the day of has to message them and hey, be like, oh, listen. hey, this thing came up. And it always sounds like a lie because it's always the day always. of. And it's always the day of. Yes. And, and it's, wow, you made this plan. Yeah, because you fucking asked 700 <laughs> times for a plan. Yeah. So I just broke down. You broke me. <laughs> that's why I'm here making plans. It's, it's it's unbelievable. I'm a nurse that saves no lives. I'm always on call. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and I'm I'm trying to save my own life and no one else's. No one else's. This is the most selfish thing in the entire <laughs> world to do. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like I try to relate this to everything. Like every job, everything. Everyone has a boss. Yeah. Anyone that tells you they don't know, everyone has a boss. Yeah. Whether it's their customers or their real boss or anything like that. So everyone answers to something or somebody. Right. So and things come up. And that, you know, a lot of this dating stuff that we're going to get into, questions people ask, you know, people have excuses that are lies too. Yeah. Sometimes you got to let people fucking lie. Yeah. Because we can't live in the, you're not going to have answers to every question you need. You can't live without a, some measure of self-delusion, yeah. right? I, I mean, mean, that's. my God, right? Keeps me going on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> you have a podcast that is now out, okay? Yeah. And it's called Two Less Lonely Girls, and you're going to be, you're co-hosting it. With Corinne Fisher, mm-hmm. who's been on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does Guys We Fuck. She has a very popular podcast. Yep. And then we're, you guys are going to start this new podcast yes. that everyone should subscribe to because it sounds I like what's going on with the podcast game because people are having new, interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea. It's a Justin P- Bieber podcast. Yes. So you're going to just be discussing Justin Bieber news? We're discussing Justin, but it's uh, it's more of like a, sort of like a fatal attraction for your ears. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, we're both fans, but it's uh, it's taken to the extreme. You're obsessed. Um, we're a little obsessed. I will say Justin Bieber's mom has already followed me on Twitter. No um, fucking way. Patty Millette. Yeah. And uh, I'm real excited about really? that. Really? Because if you're in with the mom, you're yeah, going to get yeah, in with well, the Biebs. You're one step away. You're a phone call, yeah. a text where it's like, hey, you got to listen to these girls. They love you. And exactly. They, and they just want to, you know, all they're doing. And it's that's the thing. It's glowing of him. Yeah. And there's a lot of Bieber hate because people don't like successful people. They don't like young people that have success. They don't like talented by, yeah. angel babies. Sure. They don't. Um, you walk by the kid in first class. Fuck that kid. Doesn't yeah. matter if he's a genius kid. Yeah. Fuck him. He doesn't yeah. deserve the ex legroom. That's how. That's the, I don't the, understand. the feeling on Justin. It's like the, It's like they hate fun. 
Yeah, you they know had I mean? success. I'm like, what do you do? You, do, you don't like dancing to amazing music we that makes you feel good. Totally, by we live a sexy in the, guy with a nice with nice abs, and he's sure he's way younger than you, but it's fine. He's 2018 Zach Morris. Right, they have the same look. Yes, and he, you know, people just don't like. We live in the era of envy. Mm-hmm. We're all watching people's Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. You used to have a neighbor that would take a vacation, yeah, and you'd be like, "Where's the neighbor going? They must be going to the same place I go to." No, no, no. Nowadays. You get to see the vacation. Yeah. How do they afford that? They right. live next door to me. Right. I'm a loser. Yes. Why aren't they a loser too? Yeah. So we live in that era and I get it. That's why people hate Justin Bieber. That's why people hate Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it, very similar. So I think uh, that's a good idea. It's called Two Less Lonely Girls and it's Rosebud Baker at Rosebud Baker on Twitter and Instagram and you host it with, co-hosting it with Corinne Fisher. That's great. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's awesome on this podcast and you're going to be great too. She's awesome. The other... Uh, a couple announcements I want to get into. Uh, I'm coming to Chicago. I'm coming to Chicago. I've been mentioning it a lot. Uh, Sunday the 22nd at Zany's. That's sold out. Sorry. You fucked up. You missed out. Can't see it. <laughs> um, the 23rd is Monday. That's a live podcast. We still got t- some ducats avail for that show. So go to Zany's website and buy some tickets now. Get a crew together. The live podcasts are just as fun as the live stand-up. I, I mean, we do them all the time here. Go to Zany's website now because uh, we, we're we selling shit out. Uh, and then I'm going to be at Zany's St. Charles the next weekend. So if you live outside of town near St. Charles, uh, 426 to the 28th, go get tickets to that. Um, there was another announcement. Oh, I want to read this email. People are loving Coffee with J Train. And I'd say that at the beginning of this podcast. Is that on very, Instagram stories? It, I do it on Instagram stories. I think somewhat. I've seen it on Instagram yeah, stories. I do some Instagram yeah. stories where it's Coffee with J Train. But what I'm doing is my channel, you can subscribe to my channel and get, and we're changing things up. I've been, I've talked about Patreon a lot and people kind of like, you know, numb themselves to this at this point. But I'm saying, I think that's where the world is going, a la carte. Mm-hmm. We we love tapas. Yeah. Okay. So people are choosing their entertainment in the same way too. If you're a fan of this podcast, if you're enjoying what I'm doing here at the podcast, you want someone else in your ears instead of you. Here's what's going on with Patreon. We're changing the levels: three dollars and ten dollars. Okay, three bucks podcast blog. You're going to get a podcast every Sunday, a coffee with J Train. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's me ranting. It's a lot like the beginning of the show. Um, and then you're also going to get a blog before every episode of this show, and then you're going to get the videos and stuff that are already on there and all that good stuff. So three bucks. We're trying. This is a moving target. So we're trying to figure out what people would want. I think people want consistency. Every Sunday, you're going to get a bonus coffee with J-Train, okay? And listen, here's a here's a fan letter. This is why I, I queued this up. That's why they call me the king of queues. <laughs> Hey, Jared, hope all's well. I just started listening to your Coffee with J-Train episodes, and they're literally the funniest things I've heard in a very long time. I know you asked for audience feedback on them, so the feedback for me is they rock. I'll listen to and promote as many of them as I as you put out there. Thanks for all the awesome content. Thank you very much for that uh, email. Um, that just gives me a reason to talk about it. So if you're out there and you're enjoying what I'm doing here and you're thinking, I got an extra... 20 minutes a week, I'd like to be listening to a podcast uh, from some crazy Jew. Now, 
Go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We're here with Rosebud Baker at Rosebud Baker. Go follow her supporters. So funny. Two Less Lonely Girls. That's her podcast. You can go find that on the Laughable app. Laughable, laughable, laughable. If you don't have it and you have an iPhone, you're a fucking idiot. Go download Laughable. Um, that's also the best on, way to look and find more shows that Rosebud's been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, also on iTunes, though, just so. Oh yeah, know. iTunes. That's like yeah. I mean, that's the iTunes. Real all the all the stuff. But it's a good way to find a lot of different podcasts. We are sponsored, people. Harry's. We love Harry's. You know what I like about Harry's? It's a great product that comes right to your door. No more going to CVS, no more going to Walmart, no more going to Walgreens, wherever you go to get razors. No looking in your bag and going, oh no. I got no razors and I got to go on a trip for a week. It's all done for you. Take it out of your head, okay? And they were fed, and also you're paying less for these, okay? The founders were, the founders of Harry's were really upset with paying, overpaying for expenses. They found a hole in the market. That's all you have to know. And you're going to get, you're going to reap the benefits, okay? They sell directly to you over the internet. They can offer their blades price much lower than leading brand for just $2 blade compared to four or more, okay? Quality guaranteed. If you don't love your shave, let Harry's know within 30 days and they'll give you a full refund. So here's my offer. You're going to get a $13 value, $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. Okay, that's a deal. So listeners of my show can redeem their free trial set at harrys.com slash jtrain. That's harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain. So they're giving you the trial. They're the drug dealers. They're giving you a little taste and they're going to say, that's how good they think their product is. They're going to give it away because they know you're going to come right back. Okay? So make sure you go to harrys.com slash jtrain. Redeem your offer and let them know how I sent you to help support the show. That's, that's how this whole thing works. You use harrys.com slash jtrain. They give me money and you get an uh, offer for free, a $13 offer. Free razors. Every time you shave, you think of me. And they're great razors. Go get it. Now, harrys.com slash jtrain. Holy shit, I finally grew up. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Train feather, feather, my man. Thanks for putting out all the super impressive content that fuels my daily commutes. Let me jump right into it. I think I finally grew up. What? Play an applause. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm a few years removed from college and uh, live in a huge mid-Atlantic city. Since I've been out uh, here, I've had my fair share of Bumble Tinder dates, hooked up with plenty of women, and even dated a few chicks, but I think I'm ready to put all that shit behind me. My buddies introduced me to a chick who I went to college with, but never met until recently. Within the past two months, we've been on multiple dates, have spent multiple weekends together, and hooked up quite a few times. I'm fucking into this chick. We share the same interests, have families with similar backgrounds, and have some chemistry that's working really well. I'm afraid I'm going to fuck up, though. What do I do? I'm so used to playing the dating game that I'm honestly trying to piece this all together as things progress. Any tips would be appreciated. Keep up the great work, brother. What do you think? I think uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. Well, you're in a committed relationship, right? Yeah. So what what was the things that scared you before moving into that? Were the you know did you have to adjust from dating Rosebud to relationship not, Rosebud? Not even at all. Not, not even at all. Not even a little bit. Because if you just let things happen organically, mm. then it's uh it just works. It ends up yeah. working. And the way that I look at it is this: if 
even when I was dating, right, I just kept that dating mindset for as long as possible until it was like established that we were together, mm. you know? What do you mean by the dating mindset? Just the dating mindset of like, uh, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be fine. There's going to be somebody else. Sure. I, you know what I mean? I can whore it up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're, it's they're... not, it's not going to be a problem. <laughs> I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, I was always ready to, if things fell apart, to just set out like a dragnet of yeah for dick but it wasn't there was no there was no it didn't happen you know it just ended up working itself out yeah because if i think it, the more relaxed you are the more you have fun with mm -hmm. somebody the more likely it is to work itself out yeah you know like i think that fear kind of makes things shut down i think it makes yeah. you shut down and it makes you ask for more than maybe you deserve from the other person right i think it makes you kind of security conscious sure so you start asking for, yeah exactly asking for things that you don't you haven't necessarily earned i well i think that's also like a big thing with like relationships is that you know i think now we're in a, you're, you're not meeting these people at 21 right you're not meeting these people at 18 this guy's a you know sounds like he's 25 26 27 whatever it might be he claims he's had relationships you have to understand that you're a self-sufficient person. Right. And, and you're not looking for someone to like hold a couple bags for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that I've gotten yeah. in situations with girls where it feels like that. They're like, oh, finally I can, and get, you know. I Somebody can, can pass the remote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I've been waiting for someone to hang this frame. Right. You know, and it's like, and hang this frame is a metaphor for like, you know, just emotional stuff and like your work stuff. And it's like, it's, it's fine to have someone to lean on to be like, hey, work sucks. That's that's yeah. that's that's who you should be going to is your relationship. But it's also not fine to make that the relationship at that point. Exactly. Where they become this janitor for your emotions, <laughs> right. you know? They're like, just picking up the slack for wherever you've yeah. fucked up. So I think for this guy, the way to not fucked up is like you I, I think also like there's a point where it's like, okay, you guys have had sex, you've like gotten through that barrier. Now it's time to like, hey, let's do things as friends too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's experience things together. Yeah. And I think you, this guy, I think the the, the one thing nowadays that kind of stinks is that we're maybe too connected to people we're just meeting. Yeah. There's no chance to come back, come to them and be excited to tell them a story. Right. Or be, you know, like, oh, you, you know exactly where they've been, what they've been doing, if they're posting it. If they're posting it. But more importantly, if you're texting with them all day long. Yeah. It can be like, there's a point in the beginning where it's fun to be texting back and forth and like creating dates and all this stuff. But then you kind of like, there is a point where you got to like back off of that to like, like being with each other. Yeah. You have to give, you have to give them a chance to miss you. Yeah. You know, for sure. Like, especially, I feel like the, if you've met each other's parents already, mm. that's a good time to kind of like let it breathe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that you've, you know it's serious enough that you've met each other's families, mm -hmm. which he said, right? Didn't he? He said that they have similar backgrounds and uh, have families with similar backgrounds, have some chemistry that's working. It, oh, okay. So he's they just into this chick because he's feeling like everything's... Okay, it's right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right in the beginning. Yeah, that's a little early to say you've grown up, too. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I finally grew up. Yeah, who knows? You're going to fuck up. But I mean, I, <laughs> you like somebody. You haven't necessarily grown well, up. Well, I, I think the only way you could fuck this up is to expect too much from the other person yes i think that's always been the case from relationships where i've like pushed someone away or yeah. just, i think like hey i got my job i got my friends i want this person to be a part of those things but they don't have to be right you yes. know like they they don't have to be and i'd like to use them use them is a bad term but like you know your significant other as an outlet mm -hmm. for 
that you know the romantic part of my life yeah and i gotta say to this dude like i think the biggest turn on for any woman is like uh well maybe not any woman but at least for me was to find a dude that wanted to be with me but didn't need to be with me like i got a definite sense that he liked being around me but if i canceled if i had to do something if i had plans with friends that i would rather do it wasn't it wasn't the end of the world for him he wasn't like threatened by it he had his own shit going on that is a real turn on. So I feel like if you're really it's a huge point falling in, if you're really like into somebody and you're just head over heels, I think that's a good time to also start focusing on like expanding your own life. Uh, having nothing to do is so unattractive. It's to me. awful. Like and like, when are you coming over? When is this? What is? I'm, I'm just laying here, and it's like I I. I I don't want to feel like I'm always letting someone down. Yeah. And I think that's that's a personal thing for me, but I think a lot of people, like, maybe they don't think of it that way, but it does feel like sometimes with some... It feels rela- like they're making you responsible for, like, how happy they are. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of what we're talking about with, like, someone, like, wanting, needing the plan. It's like, okay, I'm not the one to... I'll, they're basically absolving themselves of ever being the one to have to, like, disappoint something. Right. And it's like, well, okay, but, you know... What about next? Like, I can just meet up with you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. If you're cool with like, you know, I I think like we do, I was watching a comic the other day and he was, he's from, it was uh, Gad El Malay. Uh And he was talking about how like American women always need a plan. Yeah. And I was, he was like, that's not, he's like, why, where's the casual? Where's the spontaneity? And like women here say they want spontaneous, but there's a lot of women that I've I've been in contact. They do not. Yeah. They want to know where are we meeting? Right. What time? When? Right. Where? now yeah. tell me yeah tell me tell me tell me and you're like okay i, I don't know I, yeah. I got shit going on yeah and i'd like to see you but this is really making me not want to see you right you know yeah the more scheduled something is i the more nervous i get j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with rosebud baker at rosebud baker on twitter and instagram two less lonely girls the justin bieber podcast i love that <laughs> J-Train, love the podcast, got me through a lot of Sunday scaries and road trips. Also, I use Harry's slash J-Train. Thanks. My question is, how fast do post-grad relationship moves versus college ones? I dated a few girls in college and didn't think once about anything serious, but it seems after one year with my post-grad girlfriend, it feels like things are moving a lot faster. What do you and the esteemed guests think? Uh... Jesus, that's so based on like lifestyle. It's mm. it's difficult because it's, I mean, in college you're just fucking everyone yeah. and everything. Uh, Hopefully, a lot of people when they get out of college expect to get married. You know, yeah. a lot of people in that in that like nine to five, real straight straight and narrow world, mm. I think expect to get married um, shortly after college. Uh, but I think what it comes down to is if you're comfortable with it, like. If you're comfortable with how fast things are moving, then that's okay. But yeah, it's sen- I sense that from this email that they're not. <laughs> this guy feels like he's well. Here's the thing: you don't owe anybody anything. That I think that's right. what this guy needs to remember is yeah. like you don't owe you. Yeah, you had sex. She was she wanted to have sex. I, I'm assuming I'm assuming that you're not like some just like fucking animal. I'm saying I'm I'm assuming this is like a a relationship that's moved forward together. Yeah. Okay. Without wrongdoing. Right. So in that case, if you look at someone and go, hey, I'm not ready for that. That's yeah. okay. You yeah. don't owe, you, you're allowed to have your own life and you're allowed to, but you have to speak up. That means you're going to, you might lose someone saying that. For sure. What happens after college and the difference is who's on your right, who's on your left. That's the difference. 
When you're in college, the person on your right's puking. Person on your left's going to class to study. Yeah. Everyone is doing just fine and doing the same. Yeah. The difference becomes you get out of college, that chick's getting married, that chick's getting a getting a promotion. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. It feels it's like a horse race. Yeah. And everyone keeps up with this one person that's in the middle, so they don't go. You know, in a horse race. <laughs> I'm da- I, this is a, or a running ra- and like look at look at marathon running, okay? Right, right. They all clump together in the front because what they're doing is they're conserving energy yeah. for when they can run ahead. Right. That's what chicks are after college. Yeah. They're in that clump and they don't want to get left behind that clump, but they don't want to get too far ahead of that clump. Yeah. They want to be having babies around the same time. They want to be getting married around the same time. So when one the the shit you see it with every group. I saw it with my brother. I saw it with my friends. First one to get married, that's when chips start fucking falling. Yeah, it's like a fucking, it's like a maniacal game of musical chairs. Yes. You know? And Just you like, can miss the game. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I, I I got over a very big hump. Like I'm done with weddings. Yeah. I'm starting to see babies. I'm getting done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know when people are going through it, then they're like, you know, the, you'll have that summer where everyone's like, I got six weddings this summer, six weddings next summer. Yeah. It's like a three summer span. Yeah. That you're going to all these events. Well, I missed all that because I was like, I had a drinking problem early on, sure. so I didn't get invited to weddings. Oh, you they were <laughs> lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're gonna be an alcoholic, do it early. Do it early. Yeah. Do it loud enough that people are like, <laughs> not, we cannot have that we person at, have her at the dinner. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> She is rehearsal dinner alcoholic. Yeah, she'd ruin her own. She'd ruin her own. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was at all of them. I and I, you know what? And I would, I by the end, I just started being like, "Here's a check, so I don't have to fucking go." Yeah, like I'd be like, "Here's your gift." Yeah, I'm that's not, the way to do it. That's the way to do it. But I'm saying this is what happens. Right. So I mean, I have many stories of girls coming to me that I was dating, being like, you know. And you knew it was right after they saw a picture yeah. or a post or their friends said they were getting engaged. And they were like, what the, so what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, uh, nothing fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we're yeah. getting drunk and eating and I'm going to open mic stuff. That's so true. I, to this day, I'll, the only time I ever ask my boyfriend, when are we getting married is after I see a post yep. or after I see a commercial sure. with a real nice ring. Yeah. Or, a, you know what I mean? It's K always. Jewelers has been ruining men's lives for forever. years. Yeah. This is. Forever. Yeah. And I, I think for this guy, it's, I think for a lot of the, the worst relationships to me, the ones that I saw that didn't work out were the guys that went in feet dragging on the ground. Mm-hmm. And it happens. Yeah. Um, and then there, but this is not to say that doesn't, listen, there were guys that I know that went in running. Yeah. Excited, pumped. They're in really seemingly great, you know, you don't know what's going on, but I, they seem to be doing okay still. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that went in dra- feet dragging against a guy, anyone, if you're both not on board, not on the same page, not talking it out, don't, don't be afraid to just be like, hey, I'm, this is moving yeah. faster than I want it to move. Yeah, I think that's probably, to answer his question, that's the difference between college and post-college is you got to get good at saying what you want yeah. post-college. You, totally. You have to be good, better at being honest. Yeah. And yeah. better, and okay with people not being happy with you. Yeah. Because you got to, yeah. I mean, I'm bad at that still. You got to look out for number one. You got to look out for number one, and that's like the... Way to say it. That sounds like the douchiest, mm-hmm. and it's true. Yeah. Um, but you also have to like know that your real friends will come back to you and understand. Yeah. The people that are best in your life will hear you go. Like my best friends in the world, the minute I see them, we're back into it. Yeah. 
it does, there's no one held against me for not seeing them. Yeah. There's nothing held against me for like not calling on a fucking half birthday. Yeah. They're just like, hey, we're together. It's great to be here. Let's let's hang out and catch up. Yeah. The worst friends are, and the ones that hold you back are the ones that, you know, are checking off lists. Right. They try to make you feel guilty. They treat like... They treat affection and friendship like it's currency. Yes. Like, I did this, so why didn't you text me on this day? It's like, because. It's I, never going to be even. Because Yeah. <laughs> it's never. What are they looking for? I I, they're looking <laughs> to piss me off. Okay, we're sponsor people. This is a new one, and I got to say, uh, all of you should go use this right now. You never turn down free money, right? I always talk about how I'm giving you money. Well, if you shop online without the best coupons, you're already paying too much. Fortunately, there's a free browser extension called Honey that automatically finds the best coupons on the web, so you always get the best prices on everything online. I know that sounds like too good to be true, but literally I just tried it, okay? And I went to Untuck It, which is a shirt company that I go to all the time. I love Untuck It. And then I put in a shirt and I have the extension on my browser and I literally just pressed this thing from Honey and now I'm saving seventeen sixty that I wouldn't have saved if I didn't know. They basically go over the whole internet and find you all the codes that are being offered. So... You got to add this on. In two clicks, add Honey to any browser for free, then shop like you normally do. Honey scans and tests millions of coupons in the, in the background. At checkout, Honey will automatically apply the best coupon to get you the biggest discount. Over 7 million people use Honey every day, and together they've saved millions of dollars. When Honey's got you back, you'll never overpay for anything again. I mean, I just did it on uh, Tuck It, and that's uh, seventeen sixty that I would have had in their pocket, not my own. So... There's no reason not to add honey. I, it's ridiculous. Right now, you should be adding it now because I feel stupid for overpaying for everything till today. It's free. takes just seconds to install and will save you tons of money. Add honey to your browser for free right now at joinhoney.com slash jtrain. That's joinhoney.com slash jtrain. That's joinhoney.com slash jtrain. Just put that in. And what you do is you help Papa JT get a little sniff of the honey money. And you guys get discounts all over the internet. So if you're an online shopper, you got to go get it. So honey.com slash jtrain. Train podcast at gmail.com. Train podcast at gmail.com. Rosebud Baker, the podcast. Two less lonely girls. Justin Bieber experience. Hey, <laughs> you keep adding tags to it. <laughs> hey, Papa JT. Recently started listening to the Train podcast after hearing you on the You Up podcast. I love them both. Both give great insights into life and dating. I'm a 26-year-old single girl living in Miami. Ooh, poppy. And I downloaded <laughs> Hinge a few months ago. I have really been liking it because the few question guys answer seem to give a lot more insight into what they are, into who they are uh, than always awkward bios on Tinder. But what are the rules of Hinge? I tend to like a guy's answer to a question rather than a photo, but it seems guys are doing the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're animals not surprising to me at all but it's better to like a picture or an answer also when you send a like should you write something with it commenting on the picture or answer what do you think the rules are are you familiar with hinge oh yes oh yes yes i am give me what you have a story uh what? it's one of my favorite things to do is to go on my single girlfriend's hinges bumbles awful. whatever awful no 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 and oh. just Say whatever the fuck you want. Sure. Because I'm telling you right now, 
They do not give a fuck. Yeah. They don't care. And mm. honestly, the crazier you sound, the more engaged they are. Yeah. I don't know why, but they're. Ju- I think they're just, they just want... Are you checking which guys you're doing this with? Because the reason I said that was awful. No. 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 See, well, what if they're not attracted to these guys? Now they're stuck with a... You've taken blood and you spread in the water respond. a bunch of sharks. You're not, no, there's not, there, you this don't enter into once. a contract. You know what happened to me once? I'll mm. tell this story, okay? Uh-huh. I'm on, was it, one of the apps, okay? I get a match with this chick. She's cute. Went to my college. Right. We had a bunch of mutual friends. I matched with her. I read her a message. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, like, I was like, oh, the, you know, you see things and, this is for everybody and everybody sees different things. I can't tell you what the things are, but you see things you're like, these are things that like hit my sensory pulses. Right. And these are things that I'm like, oh, this is someone that I would want to meet. Right. Maybe there's, you know, and we all do this. We separate people into fuck, meet, talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll talk with this person. Yeah. I want to fuck this person. I want to kind of date this person. And those are irrational. Yeah. But they're based off of like the things in your, it's taste buds, you know? Yeah. But there's, so, Yeah. What were you gonna say? No, you just keep going. So I see this chick and I'm like, school, fr- mutual friends, cute. Uh, I'm like, okay, let's. You know, oh, no, it was Bumble because I didn't couldn't write anything to her. Mm-hmm. So then I extended the swipe, the, the match. She right. didn't write to me. I extend the match. So that's kind of a subtle way for a guy to be like, hey, talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. I text my buddy that's one of the mutual friends. I go, hey, man, um, who's this chick? What's her deal? You know, yeah. put out the feelers. Mm-hmm. He write, I go, we just matched. Who's this chick? What's the deal? And he writes back, oh, uh, so-and-so knows her from this and that. You know, it gives me the whole story. Yeah. The extend is running out. I get another text from him back being like, dude. And he's like, he's like, oh, no, he called me. He's laughing. <laughs> okay he's like dude that chick's friend swiped you um she's not into it oh okay i see horrifying so, so it was because of you that's why you don't what? like it yes of course i'm giving you a personal <laughs> experience from the other side of how yeah, shitty that feels of this fucking friend but that's subjective that's toying <laughs> with you know if, if, toying with these people who are like oh cool and what are we supposed to think? We're supposed to think that like some like puppet master <laughs> has taken over these accounts. Listen, listen, it's not my fault. That I feel like you... shit. I, I extended. I, I felt embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sitting here in Lonelyville. You can't be embarrassed when she hasn't even seen your face. She saw my face. She swi- She but saw I mean, it when I extended it. Your real face. She's like, in who's the this flesh? fucking loser? <laughs> And then she's getting texts from like a mutual friend being like, hey, my friend Jared's excited to meet you or some shit. I don't even know what she would said. And she's like, no, I don't want to be with that fucking. Listen, you went. Ugly. You went too far. You called no, a friend. Yes, you did. You called a friend. You had a friend contact her. You like you brought in I reinforcements. I have a friend contact. That's a little more. But I'm saying. The the right swipe, if you're swipe, if you've got the match, a guy's like, wow, okay, cool, she's into it. Yeah. And then you don't get talked to. And that listen, it's it's someone's right to not get talked to. I True. extend the match. But to, if they had just been like, if 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 he, she had just said nothing, I'd be like, okay, she just didn't want to talk to me. Fine. Yeah. 
But to get to this like other friend, <laughs> now I now I don't even now it's a girl that I thought at least was attracted to me isn't talking to me. I have a girl that like was just like ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like in my mind, it's the worst case she scenario. She's puked on her phone. Yeah, yeah. Who would do this to me? You know, she's running around the room. Who could make? Who could think I would be with this this animal? She's just dry heaving. Just dry heaving all day. That's what because that's what I think. I, I I obviously hopefully it's not that, but. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I'm so, sorry that happened. That's okay, to you. but I I do agree with your thoughts on Hinge of writing thing. Take hard rights. Yeah, like let's be a just little be, out there. Just because be a little nuts. They either want to fuck you, or they don't. Right. <laughs> you know, it's Absolutely. Like, it's whatever it is. Absolutely. And then you find out right away because yes. if you say some crazy shit. Like, I think I wrote something about some guy. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm um, like, I'm washing a car with a see-through T-shirt on, raising money for, like, adult autism. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was like, it was <laughs> lot just, just a lot of, just went yeah, really yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And There's she a lot was like, that that guy can hang on to. <laughs> exactly. And he was like, oh, great. Uh, so what are you doing tonight? Like, he just, immediately, I was like, this guy wants to fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the other thing about that, I, I mean, you got to go from unreality to reality at some point, though. Like, I, yeah. I do think, like, if you write, like, yeah, I'm having a wet t-shirt contest. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> I'm 30. You know? Yes. The guys will be like, what? And then you're like, yeah. no, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm sitting in my fucking PJs. Okay, now we can talk. Yeah. You know, like, but the guy responding, guy's going to respond to anything. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think with Hinge is a great app. I'm a, I'm a proponent. Let me be uh, open and honest. They've paid me in the past. They don't pay me currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I The reasons I like Hinge versus Bumble, which I also like, um, is that guys are animals. Um, guys are fucking animals. We're dogs. We yeah. will eat until we die. So we will swipe until we die as well. Right. Um, so while we're talking to you on Bumble, we're swiping. While we're on a date with you, we're swiping. While we're fucking you, we're swiping. <laughs> Hinge, you get 10 likes. Yeah. It's, so it's like more relationship-based, right? It's, well, it's like what happens is, it is more relationship-based. Supposedly. Based. Well, what happens is, it's only natural. Mm-hmm. It's like, you put me in a room with 10 guns, there's going to be more murder. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? For so sure. if you give me unlimited likes... Gonna be more like it. Right. But if you give me 10, it doesn't happen the first day, doesn't happen the second day, but by the fifth day of you liking on Hinge, yeah. you become a more, discer- you're doing a more discernible like. Yeah. Just like I said in the other thing where I was like, we all put people in the box, that's someone I'll talk to, that's someone I'll fuck, that's someone I'll date. Yeah. Maybe you're only doing a few fuck likes right. and mostly date likes. Yeah. I'm saying from a guy's yeah. perspective where we're just animals and these apps feed into things in us that... I think they don't feed into with women as much. Yeah, I think the same for women uh, on Hinge. Yeah, I think with I think just you're definitely more discernible with with the likes. Everyone is. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, But I think women are 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 the same. I think on more the same on dating apps than men believe. Okay, you know I think that we're just as like okay next 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 next. Sure. I I mean of of course I can't speak for everybody, but I think that men and women's uh, behavior on dating apps is way more similar than we'd like to think. But do you think that there's a point where like like I just think like a guy is sitting there like you know we'll just like so many uh, such a broad spectrum yeah, yeah, yeah. of women right that it's like they're like like I had a discussion this is crazy mm-hmm. it's not crazy it's a little crazy <laughs> um girl I was talking to was like um who do you follow on Instagram like what's your like you know what's your taste 
for women. <laughs> We're having this conversation. Right. And she goes, uh, and I was like, I follow a lot of plus size models. <laughs> and she goes, like, I'm not going to like lie. Yeah, yeah, Because then I'm going to have to like come out of the plus size model closet. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I follow a lot of plus size models. It's, they're hot. And she, her first question, am I plus size? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, well, now we're down a road where I lose. Yeah. There's no winning for me. Absolutely. Um, You're fucked. Fucked. Absolutely. She, first of all, she's not. Yeah. Second of all, there's nothing wrong. If you are, I'm into it. Yeah. So like I'm saying I'm into it now because she's not. You're not going to answer. Going... Now I'm like, with you know, I'm, I'm talking to someone that. I don't you're think like, it's hot. No, you're not. And it kind of bums me out. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't bum me out. That's the thing. Right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And there's a no win. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the so like that's well, that's the, the whole thing is to explain, like, yeah, I'm swiping a lot of people that you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think with hinge, you pair it down to the people that you're like, okay, I got ten arrows yeah. in my quiver. Right. Got to make, shoot to kill. Yeah. So. Got to get serious. With this girl on Hinge, I would say, I don't think it matters what you respond to, but when you do, on Hinge, you like something and then you get the chance to write something with that like. Mm -hmm. Write something every time. Every time you don't write something, it's just like you're a starfish. Mm -hmm. Um, Be an active app user. Yeah. And I know it's disappointing because when you're active, you're vulnerable because you're putting yourself out there and it sucks to get no answer. Just like the girl who didn't fucking answer me and had to tell a person to sh- for me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I but do. Also, wanna... you're not vulnerable because they're never actually seeing you in person. It, well, yeah, you're it, not losing anything. Totally right. It, it's it's personally vulnerable, but it is in the scheme of things. No one gives a shit. about. Nobody you. knows. Yeah. Nobody cares. No one's going to their friends. Go and going, on with Look your life. at what this girl wrote me. <laughs> yes. And I know I post a lot of ins, uh, Instagram posts with like this, uh, the, the, the bumble re- responses, but those are all me being a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they're, I never think that they're saying anything wrong. They're just like this podcast. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. It's nothing right. Uh, also when you like, she'd write, yeah, write something. And they should be writing something too. I, I I had some girl, she sent me a screenshot of this guy on Tinder and she was pushing the ball too much. Mm-hmm. You can push it too much. She, would, she kept writing, oh, let's get a drink. And the guy was like, sure, what, uh, you know, where, where do you want to go? And she was like, well, I don't know, whenever you're ready. And then he was like, and she was like, I would go next Tuesday. And he was like, okay, cool. Uh, any spot in particular? And then she kept having to make, it wasn't a conversation. You guys should be playing tennis. Right. It's not, you're not, you, sometimes. He's feel, basically going, he's like shrugging with his yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. Gra- yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Look, dude, a fucking hot chick wants to go get a drink. Be an active participant. And also notice when someone's not doing that and be like, hey, we don't have to go. Exactly. I don't have to, I don't have to do this. Yeah, that's that's major. I, there's so many girlfriends I know that will continually put in effort to these dudes that are very obviously just do not care. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, what are you doing? You're not invited to that party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go to that party. Yeah. You're the, the doors open with, uh, come on in anyone on the hallway. Yes. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. I just got a, I went to an email just now and it's the titles marriage and threesomes. And then it's just fan of the podcast. I'm like, you fucking ass. (laughs) I was ready to answer that one. Let's do one more and then we'll do the voicemail. I like it. Um, 
I'll marriage and threesomes is good anyway. We should just fucking answer it. Well, I know. I, I want to know. <laughs> hooked up with best friend. Ooh, juicy. Hey, J Train. I hooked up with my best friend. My best friend is an 888. Uh, so we have a rating system here on the podcast. Okay. Face, body, personality. Okay. Guys or girls can use it. Great. Area code method, 888. That's his catch. Excellent. I've been best friends for all of college. It's the end of our senior year now. That's an interesting point. We have been through heights. We've been through highs and lows together. I won't go into detail, but it's made us really close. I have never tried to make our relationship anything more. We hooked up this weekend after her semi. She slept over. We were both super drunk. I was definitely browned out, so I'm not even sure exactly how I was in it, how I was initiated. I'm worried I might have, I might have started it. Now though, how do I handle this? Talk to her, just let it slide by. I know I want to retain a close friendship over anything else, but I don't know how I feel about her now. How she feels about me. What I'd like to do is get her thoughts and then respond. How do I make this happen? What do you think? I would say ask her for her thoughts on what happened. I would just yeah. meet up with her and be like, "How are you? How do? How are you feeling about what happened?" Yeah, you know. I think I think when like, yeah, you got to talk to her. Yeah, and it's okay to say I don't know how I'm feeling about this right now. I'd rather get your opinion and then respond to that because I I'm a little lost. Well, this is know? kind of the back to the conversation from the beginning of the podcast where it's like you have to be okay with someone kind of being mad at you. Yeah. And you have to take care of yourself and you have to like, and and this is like a perfect example because the guy was like, oh, college relationships versus out of college relationships. This is an out of college moment in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're close with someone. You enjoy their company. It all lands in gray. The yeah. real world is gray. College is black and white. Yeah. It's, it's just, and this is a gray situation. Your friends, I don't know how I feel. We hooked up. It's towards the end of the semester. We're going to graduate next year. How is this going to even work in the future? Just know that these things don't just get answered right away. Right. There's no answer she's going to give and then you're going to give and it's going to go, I guess we're married now and ever, let's have kids. Yeah. It's not going to be that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you do have to go to her and admit. I think the be I've, best way to handle awkward is to walk right through it. Right. So this is awkward. You like this girl as a friend. You're not sure if it's any more, any less. You're just not sure. Yeah. Hey. We should get together for coffee and talk. Yeah. And 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 you I think even saying we should talk about what happened. Right. Not just be, talk. Be direct. Let's talk about what happened. Yeah. I uh we're so close that if we didn't talk about it, it would be very weird. Very weird and also an insult to the relationship that we have. Yeah. So let's get together, let's talk it out. Um talk about what happened. And then you go there and you make a quick joke when you yeah. see her, just be like how about us seeing each other naked? <laughs> you know, like you make an awkward joke about it, then it happened yeah, because yeah. it is weird. Yeah. And then you say, uh, be careful with that joke though, by the way, you looked hot. I don't know. <laughs> just make it, you know, make it positive, but I'm saying acknowledge it mm -hmm. and then say, and then say, before you even talk, I would look at her and go, I just want to know, you know, I'm not mad it happened. I just don't know how to process it because we're so close. So I just wanted to hear how you thought about it. Yes. Yeah. And then put it in her hands to let her know her let her know cuz she's probably feeling as weird as you are. Yeah, agreed. It's it's that's the best way to handle it is just like face on, yeah. direct. These are and this is easy advice to give, harder to take. It's going to be awkward. Um but yeah. you can go to her and be like I just don't know 
where we stand now. I don't know how you felt about it. Is is this something that you've thought about for a long time? Because I hadn't. You can be honest. Be as honest as possible. You might walk away from it and be like, I guess let's take a minute to not talk for a bit. Yeah. Just to like let it let this kind of subside. Or you may walk away and be like, let's hang out tonight. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. If they're that close, I feel like no matter what happened, you're probably going to end up like, you know, sometimes you have friends that you you never actually fuck and then, but eventually it happens and you're like, oh, we kind of needed to get that out of the way. Like yeah. there were, you know what I mean? Like there's like, a, there was an unknown it. question there. We just needed to do it, get it out of the way. And now we know, ugh, you yeah. know, like. Well, also that, ugh, it could be just, it was good. I, I think also like, even if you're lying. Yeah. Put it in a positive light. Like, yeah. hey, I'm ha- I always would always start these conversations as I'm happy we've met. I'm happy we know each other. I'm happy this all happened. Right. That I have no regrets of our relationship. Right. Because I, I don't think anyone ever wants to be looked at as like this road that they could have taken a different road. And right. I just don't think that's a and also we everyone acts on their own. We're all self-sufficient people. Yeah. So for you to look at someone and go, uh, shouldn't have done that. And it's like, no, I'm happy I met you. I'm happy we know each other. Yeah. These are things that you should encourage the people you're talking with because you should be happy and own your own moves. Right. Own the moves that you took that led to you two hooking up, which is, yeah, listen, they happen. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We have a voicemail. I'm very excited about the J Train Podcast voicemail. You should plug it into your phone. 347-669-8252. 347-669-8252. Plug it in. Put it in as Papa JT. I'll answer you. You'll leave the voicemail. And uh, let's hear what we got, Shelby. Hey, what's up, Papa JT? Big fan. Been listening for a while now. Thanks, buddy. Um, so I got a little predicament. Not so much of a predicament as the situation that I've got myself in. That's a predicament. In a class with a girl at a solid SEC, pretty big school. And um, we hooked up a couple times at the start of the semester. Seems like it's still there, but not really sure how to keep it going once she's seen me talking to other girls and I've seen her talking to other guys because I feel like we both still like each other. What do you think is the play, man? All right. Have a great day. So what's what's his issue? Uh, that they hooked up and, and that now they see each other talk you know, to other people. They've but, seen each other talking to other people, and he's like, "But I feel like there's a vibe still there. So what's yeah. the play?" I think you don't, first of all, great voice by the way. He he's a got a voice. real sexy voice. Really? Yeah. It was like southerny. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I think the thing with this dude, you can't worry about all the other dicks, right? Like. People live their lives. People are out there. They're yeah. doing stuff. You're you're in the you're in the reality that you helped create. Mm-hmm. You didn't lock her down. She's talking to other people because listen, we got to find new relationships. We got to find new people. Yeah. You went and talked to other, and and you should be as unapologetic about the people you've been talking to as you expect from her. Right. So be fair to the situation. You were out there talking to girls. She was out there talking to good, good, whatever. Yeah. It's great. Hey, what's been happening? It's easy as a text. Yeah, you just you just sit down with her and just go, I'm still into you. Are you still into me? Can we do can we do something about this? I don't even think you have to go that far. I would send her a text this weekend. I'd be like, 
hey, I'm out at the bar. I'm out at the party. I'm out with friends. Uh, what's your plan tonight? Yeah, just don't invite her like, out. Yeah. You don't even have to like talk about the past. Yes. That stuff will come up because like people are just curious. Yeah. So you just go and then when she asks, be like, I don't know, we just kind of fell out and those are the that's the way kind of college works or the life works and young hooking up works. And yeah. I don't know, I just was thinking about you. That's all you really have to say. I was just thinking about you. You you stuck in my mind. And that's not a promise. That's you saying, Yeah, I was thinking, thinking about, about you, you. And that's it. And then you guys will probably hang out. You'll probably hook up. And then she'll probably say, well, I don't want to like, I hope we don't go six months without this again. And then you could say, yeah, I hope not too. Right. And then next weekend you could be like, what are you doing? This? And, and I think like we spend so much time thinking about all these times we have to apologize where it's like, no. Right. Yeah, there's nothing. It seems like nobody did anything wrong here. Everyone has, it's Darwinism. Yeah. Everyone's strong. Everyone I think like the 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 biggest misogyny that's out there is like expecting that women like are like just un you know so not able to like stabilize stabilize themselves. Like make their own moves. Make their own moves. Right. And it's like I I like and I think I'm guilty of it like where it's like and it's I mean we, even women are guilty of it. Sure. You know, like even we'll, we'll be like, oh, I can't make the move because that's unattractive to a guy. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like imper it's in our culture. Sure. So I just think like, especially with this thing, like you're, dude, you're just fine. Yeah. Just remember that you're, you're not bad. You're not great. You're fine. And yeah. she probably, and that's not to say she's not liking you or thinks you're attractive, but like understand that when you're reaching out to her, it's 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 a medium deal. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like we're all the star of our own movie, but at a certain but we're really all bit bit players. Right. In everyone else's movie. Yeah. So for her, you're a guy that like she probably has a positive experience with. And if she got a call from him, she'd make a decision. Yeah. It's a yes, a no, or a maybe. Right. But I would say this, like if if it sounds like he's he called it a predicament. So it sounds like he's into her and that she has kind of like moved on just feeling like he's not yeah. really serious about it. So I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, come out, meet me at the bar, and then I'll call you in a week and we'll mm. meet at the bar again. I would just like, I would maybe make it a full court press because mm. if you want to like lock her down, then you're going to have to do a little more. But don't you think there'll be like a certain sense of confidence? I think I, I hear what you're saying. There's definitely more to this story that he's not giving us. Right. She's talking to other guys. Uh, he, he claims he's talking to other girls. He's probably not. He's probably just <laughs> witnessing her liking he's other talking, guys. Shit. He's talking to other girls while watching her talk to other yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think for him, at least it's a soft beginning. Yeah. Where it's like, let me see if there's still the interest. Right. And because I noticed a, and I think we need to like give a soft beginning, but also give her a chance to be out on it. Yes. You know, like I give yeah. her the out, just be like, Hey, I'm out. I, I, I haven't seen you in a while. It'd be great to see you, but totally understand if you, if you don't want to hang out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, that's one of those things. I understand the full core press thing. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's going to change her mind though. Yeah. Of being, having that slight inclination of wondering what could have been. True. Like if he's like with flowers at her door. No, 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 nothing like that. People singing. And no, no, no. The ew, gross. <laughs> ew, don't do that. But when I say full court press, I just mean like text her like two days later. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just the, the post stuff is yeah. more in in relation to like if she's really into you, then she'll be like, "What's I? Uh, I hope I see you again." And if you're really into her, you're gonna go, "Yeah, of course, I want to see you again." Yeah. And don't play games with that. Right. I, yeah, I don't believe in that. 
move. But yeah. I do, I do think like a soft, hey, yeah, we're out here. <laughs> what are you doing? We're out here on your fire escape. I, I, maybe if you left a voicemail, the guy said you have a, <laughs> he has, has a sexy voice. Yeah, leave her a voicemail. What's up, baby? No, that's kind of like weird if you're in college, I guess. Like millennials hate that shit. I don't know. I feel like zigging while people are zagging could be good. You know, like oh, just leave that. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm just out. He does have a very old fashioned voice. How we doing, little lady? <laughs> How long you been dating my daughter? <laughs> I've been thinking about <laughs> you out in the range. <laughs> Rosebud Baker, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. So fantastic. All of you go follow Rosebud. At Rosebud Baker on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast, it's out right now. Two Less Lonely Girls. Yeah, and follow Corinne, too, at, at Philanthropy Gal on at, Twitter and Instagram. At Philanthropy Gal, and she'll be the co-host of Two Less Lonely Girls, yeah. the Justin Bieber... Stalking podcast. Stalking podcast. <laughs> I love it. Um, Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Hey, guys. Really quick announcement. The Comedy Cellar, my home club that has been so good to your friend Uncle J Train, is opening up a new room in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Rio Hotel. If you're going to be in Vegas, if you have a friend going to Vegas, if you know a group of people going to Vegas, get them involved and make sure they're part of this new location. Go to ComedyCellar.com. That's ComedyCellar.com and make your reservations. Your boy, Uncle J Train, is going to be there in June. So look out for that if you plan on making a trip there then. But for now, go make your reservations now for Comedy Cellar in Vegas at the Rio Hotel. ComedyCellar.com. ComedyCellar.com. Go get a crew involved. This is one of those tent pole events to make a part of your big dude or chick trip to Vegas. Go now. ComedyCellar.com.